0: Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you're having a great start to your week. In this episode, we have guest Julia. She is the renovation mentor, and she's going to be sharing how we can organize ourselves to have more organized renovation projects. And, of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and my book suggestion for this week. And, of course, my question for you this week is, when was your last? What was your last renovation project? What was your last renovation project? I would love to know. And, of course... Some of the top home renovation projects are, and you may already know, is your kitchen, the bath, the home office, and of course, flooring. Well, Julia is the renovation mentor. She's completed over 92 renovation projects. She empowers females to turn their home improvement ideas into realistic plans and budget. She guides renovation newbies through the process so they stay sane and in control of the project. Well I want you to sit back but I definitely want you to get a pen and a paper because she dropped some nuggets during our discussion. So join me with my interview with Julia. Well listeners, I'm excited because I am interviewing somebody new for the first time, but I have a feeling that she's going to be coming back here for more. She is known as the renovation mentor, Julie Stargic, and I'm excited because she's going to share with us, you know, how we can really be more organized with our renovation projects. So For those of you who start maybe at the beginning of the year and then two or three years later, you still got stuff hanging around the house. So let's just going to give us some strategies. So Julia, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me here.
0: So um, my first question is what made you decide to be the renovation mentor?
1: Well, I have been working for over 10 years now in construction industry, especially in the high-end residential sector of London market. So uh, I always thought when, you know, talking to clients, when working on the projects, that they're quite ignorant in the sense of they enter the word, you know, of builders without any prep, without any kind of background knowledge or understanding of it. And then they're always surprised that, you know, they encounter problems and extra costs and things change on the way. And, you know, it's not only, you know, unicorns and polished plaster everywhere so uh i kind of always thought you know they they'd need some sort of preparation before actually going into it and then i thought well it's not like it's in primary schools where they teach that so i just thought it might be you know something to to look into and then i decided i'm going to be actually the one who can who can provide that knowledge <laughs>
0: so with that said what are some of the things and you mentioned a few things but what are some of the things that we just do wrong when we we really start a renovation project you know i was thinking about a client yesterday and she's just you know fully stressed out and i'm thinking you should have started with at least a budget because now and, and and i mean and i understand that you know things happen and of course you always go you know a little beyond but what are some other things you know in addition to the budget or is there a way we can kind of better manage that process
1: well i kind of look at the budget as a secondary thing i always try to explain to my clients the first thing you should focus on is what it is you actually want to achieve because there is all sorts of things we can do we can put a bare shell together to to suit a budget and then we can fit it out at another stage or you know we can phase your project depending on whether you know how how much money you're prepared to spend at what phase and it's the same with this, with the time scale. you know, the worst thing that happens is people allowing you know builders in and living in such a house, you know, getting traumatized experience in dust and you know everything falling apart. Uh, but anyway, the thing that I I' in my opinion, the thing that we we do wrong as a starting point is we just dive into it too quickly. We don't really consider it carefully as to what we're trying to achieve, what are the main goals that we want to want to have. And that's why everything, you know, we just kind of look at it like, yeah, I'll talk to the builders, the price is about right, and then we'll figure out the rest in the process. And this is like a recipe for a disaster. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that being said, What can we do in order to make it a less stressful? Um, Because one of the things I've seen is where people like, oh, I'm going to do the renovation on the kitchen. And but they don't realize that in a couple of weeks it's Thanksgiving. So then they find out, you know, we can't have Thanksgiving dinner and this day and the other. I'm thinking, but you only started this major project only a couple of weeks before things did you think this thing out and then there so what are some of the things that we can do and like okay less stressed be more organized Julie.
1: well i've got actually five tips for for this kind of an answer so the first one is to uh, to audit your existing kitchen so have a look and be honest with yourself what works and what doesn't really work because there's always something that you're used to, you know, for example, if you have a first draw with, with the cutlery right next to your hub or right next to your sink and it works for you, you've, been, you've had it like that for years, then it's really good to keep it as that. There's no point changing your behavior around this. The second thing, for example, uh, when you're planning to change the kitchen, let's go with that. Is to put together a brief so what it is exactly that doesn't work in the kitchen is it just the aesthetics is it the whole layout of it you know what are the things that you want to change within it and then plan things around that then obviously the third thing is the budget so can you actually afford the whole makeover that you'd like to you'd like to have the fourth thing is the time scale so I tend to think, you know, before COVID, we had the pleasure of, you know, everything around Airbnb, holidays, you know, it's really good to actually send the family, for example, on holiday, you know, like in-laws or parents or friends and family, somebody, and then you can take over their home for the time being. Uh, Or, you know, even I had clients who stayed just across the street in the flat that they rented on Airbnb. So there's also all sorts of things that can be done around this, but you really need to kind of be honest with yourself around what's the time scale that you can allow, because if your project is going to be eight weeks, but you can only live out for three, then something doesn't really work here. And then the last tip that I always give is become a specialist. So the worst thing that can happen in that front is everybody else telling you what it is you should or shouldn't have. and I. I'd love to say to my clients, you know, you need to really be a master of your own project because nobody else is going to give you the answer uh, other than yourself, what you want to what you want to have and what you will be happy with. If you start taking the advice from everyone around, including builders, you know, the neighbors down the road and whoever else, you're just going to get super overwhelmed and you're going to start changing everything and getting absolutely nowhere.
0: You know, and I like what you said about becoming an expert. Of course, I took notes. So I hope you listeners are taking notes. Um, It's the specialist part because I went to visit a client. They were both elderly. The husband had, um, he had a few issues where, you know, he couldn't raise one of his arms. Well, the person who redid the kitchen and the cabinets in particular put them flush the ceiling. And I'm thinking, how are you going to get stuff? I said, neither one of you need to be on a ladder reaching anything. And why would he do so? You're right. Sometimes you have to say, okay, I understand you're the expert, but can I ask you a question? So I like that. I like that. So Julia, in all that you do, you you know, your clients, how do you stay organized and balance things, you know, in your personal life, your clients? I know you've got some pets because I see her videos. And if you don't already follow her, you need to discuss some really cute little videos. But how do you manage it all?
1: Well, I'm a little bit of a caveman managing person. So I just use a notebook and a pencil, you know, very old stylish, but it seems to work for me the best. I mean, obviously, you know, in terms of like in the construction process, depending on on the size of it, you know, there are all sorts of CRM systems and you can get, applic- you know, phone apps for, for snagging and, you know, taking photos and notes. And, you know, by all means, I'll, I'll do that as well. But in the sense of just, you know, reminding myself and and being organized, I just believe in an old calendar notebook and a pencil and a little bit of a sticky note, postal note somewhere. And it just works.
0: And I use the same thing. I have a plan. I have a paper planner. So I'm I'm with, you. you know, I mean, I love all the technology, but nothing beats writing stuff down. So how can people connect with you, hire you to be their mentor, get your tips and strategy, watch your videos?
1: Uh, well, I'm on LinkedIn where we met. So under Julia Startek. you can also uh, find me on Instagram under the Renovation Mentor. Uh, and yeah, I have a website, the Uk. You can find all the details over there. You can find all the links for me up there as well. So feel free to reach out.
0: And of course, listeners, you know, I will have a direct link to Julia's website so you can connect with her and, um, you know, hire her to be your renovation mentor. So you're not spending like months and years in the dusk and just with unfinished projects. So, Julia, thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me. It was lovely to to talk to you.
0: So, did you enjoy that interview? I know I did. I was taking notes. It was like, oh, and I actually felt, and I discussed this with Julia afterwards, that I could take those tips, those nuggets that she gave, and I could actually apply them to my moving project. And I'm going to share with you a little bit more about that later. So, let's move on to Taylor's said time and just how to implement some organizing strategies Within that renovation. Number one, of course, you're gonna decide what area you wanna focus on. Maybe it's your kitchen, maybe it's your bathroom, maybe it's your closet. You wanna get a vision. But then you need to, of course, schedule a meeting with the contractors and discuss everything, you know, and talk some of the strategies as Julia had discussed. So once you've done all that, then the next thing is you gotta look at that space, and of course, you're gonna have to clear it. So, first thing is you're gonna purge and you're gonna pack going to purge, get rid of what you don't need, what will not complement or go with your space, your new space and then number five, you're going to unpack and you're going to enjoy so I hope you enjoy those tips from Taylor's 10 time of course Have you been working on getting organized and feeling that you need someone to guide you from start to finish by providing you with details needed to clear the clutter and get organized? Then let's talk so I can share how you can get back on track and get organized with my virtual sessions. Go to my contact page, schedule a free 15-minute session, and then we can get started from there and see how you want to work with me. But maybe you just... You know, you pretty much know what you need to do and how you need to do it, but you just feel overwhelmed because you got to work and you have you have family applications, you got all this stuff going on. Well, are you feeling overwhelmed? Feeling like you can't manage all this happening at work, your business, your life, let me help you. I work with clients so they can get things done without feeling stressed or burnt out. And create a life so you can have time to do all that you want to do without feeling overwhelmed. Sure you click strategize and organize which is the link in the show page well of course I want to definitely thank you follow me on social media for your likes, your retweets for your sharings thank you so much and make sure you check out my Pinterest boards and I boards on home organizing, kitchen organizing bathroom organizing because they can give you some Ideas on some things you could discuss when you start with that home renovation project. Well, do you know what time it is? I'm going to give you a little bit of time just to chant and think. I can hear you chant. I know you can't see me, but I am moving with the chant. I'm dancing with the chant. And today's Toss It Tuesday tip is get rid of things you no know longer love. We all have one, two, maybe ten things in our homes we loved maybe from five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago, but it doesn't fit into who we are now, so get rid of those things you love. My app suggestion is HomeZada.com. It's for home improvements, maintenance, inventory. It helps you keep track of everything. For example, you get that kitchen renovated and there's specific light bulbs you need. Then you can put it in that app so that whenever you need them, all you have to do, you don't have to get up on a ladder and do all that stuff twice. You can just go to the app, see what kind of light bulbs you need, and just go and purchase them. makes it simple and easy. A product suggestion is is wire shelving, because sometimes when you are deciding to do a space, organize a space, maybe you just need some shelving. For example, you have a wonderful room within your basement, but you've decided to just stack things in there. Well, why not use some wire shelving so you can actually place things on shelves so they can have easier access? And, of course, just check out my repurpose pages because on Pinterest because maybe there's something that you really love and you're not ready to get rid of. For example, I have a candy jar that I got when I was speaking at Villamobal University. I actually have paper, the huge black paper clips in it and it's just nicely on my shelf. My book selection for this week is real life organizing clean and clutter free in 15 minutes a day. Feng Shui decorating for fans of cluttered mess. Again, real-life organizing, clean, and clutter-free in 15 minutes a day, feng shui decorating for fans of cluttered mess. That's my book selection for this week. And my quote for this week is, a house is made of walls and beams. A home is built with love and dreams. Again, a house is made of wall and beams. A home is built with love and dreams. Well, I definitely want to thank you for listening. Be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. Please visit my website at JanetMTill.com. And until next next time, have a clutter-free day. But most of all, I want you to have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element of a clutter free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter, Get Organized.